Hello and welcome to this grand final edition of Woo! Morning Radio Program. Yeah. Welcome to the yes. show, everyone. We've got Dion here, we've got James, and we've got Christian, myself. Good morning. Christian, myself, is not his full name. <laughs> myself isn't his surname, is it? Lol. Thank you. Love that loud. Yeah. How are we all? How's everyone feeling about the grand final? I know, Dion, you're a St Kilda fan. I'm a St Kilda fan, and I've got my ticket. Have you? you got your ticket? That is good. That well, is good. I got it very late in the piece. I am very, very excited How about it. How did you menage that? Well, my friend gave me a call. A big shout out to Sad. She gave me a call and he oh, said... Oh, Saggy P. Yeah. The Prairie Dog. How the hell? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. And um, he gave me a call and he said, oh, there are tickets that are going to be released at one o'clock. And I was very happy about it. Now, what is this music? Sounds it's rather ominous. Intro the grand final theme of today. Which is uh, Saturday, Collingwood versus St Kilda. <laughs> one of the things we're going to try and versus who? One of the things Collingwood versus St Kilda. Oh my what's God, what's she doing? Play. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things we're going to establish is what is the best song in AFL? Be that uh, a club song, be that this song. Is this something from the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> Especially made for the AFL Grand Final. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that is that true? Ninja Who Turtles specially made for the grand final. Now, what is this song? Was that actually the song we wanted to play? No, it wasn't. We'll play that during the break. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, More Than A Game. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? That's, that's the theme from the footy show. Did anyone catch the uh, grand final footy show last night? No, I didn't. No. no. The player review was terrible. Sure. Worse not. and worse really? every year, which is disgusting. What do you mean? What do you mean? Why was it terrible? It's just, okay, the, the one good person was uh, David Roden, yeah. who, who danced brilliantly, but everyone else, it was just, it was just a shambles. They had Jason Ackermanis on three times, playing three Billy Joel songs, and he was horrible, because no one, everyone's sick of Jason Ackermanis. Yeah, I'm sick of Jason Ackermanis. I think Jason Ackermanis is sick of Jason Ackermanis. Seeing him get up there, I, uh, not that I watched it, but I can imagine imagine it in my head. Um, I I have had enough of that, uh, that that plasticine man. Mm. (laughs) Amazing. What are we, what are we, what are we, what are we looking at first? Well, well, James was saying that you had a, a particular anecdote. About a, a grand final or a preliminary final? Oh, yeah. Something that happened to you. Oh, Christ. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah forget, forgot that I actually had to uh, tell you this. Saturday night, I got uh, free tickets so. to the preliminary final. Bulldogs v St Kilda, mm. which St Kilda, of course, won. They let's were not, victorious. Let's not talk about the other one. Why not? No, heartbroken. Mm. Heartbroken. Absolutely. Uh, so, I, I rocked up. And, uh, and taking that off, I rocked up, uh, without any seats. Well, you didn't bring your own seat? Didn't bring a seat. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't realize I was supposed to. That's dumb. I just brought a pole to sit on. <laughs> Turned out, I had, uh. You should have, uh, faked, faked an injury and took, taken a wheelchair off St. John's. I actually had, uh, box seats. Right. I had a whole box. I didn't even have to sit down. Uh. I didn't need a seat. Sort of the opposite of pole seats, yeah. isn't yeah. it? <laughs> uh, given to to me and my girlfriend, a couple of our friends, yeah. uh, from uh, my girlfriend's uncle. Right? Who's your girlfriend's uncle? I'm not going to say. Mm. And uh, <laughs> uncle box. Yeah. Right. So we we rocked up and we said, okay, we'll have a we'll have the box there to sit in. Brilliant. Or stand <clears> if you want. Mm. Turned out after a little while, they said, uh, actually, the. Uh, the company, the, the corporation, mm. if you will, who mm. owns the box, mm. is going to um, be putting on some drinks for you. Right. Okay. Like, brilliant. So it means you don't have to buy drinks. That's yeah. great. Yeah. 
couple of hours before the game, we hear, oh, they're going to be putting on food all night as well. Excellent. Like, it just gets better and better. Yeah. And we're thinking, why are they doing this? Turns out, a couple of VIPs in the box with us. I yeah. thought they were going to cook you. Have who, you are the v- who are the VIPs? You ever heard a little song that goes a little bit like... It's more than a game. Yeah. Oh, no. No, I made that up. <laughs> so. Little song that... Well, I feel that I should... I feel that I should uh, kind of tease this out of you. Okay. Um, yeah, because we've only in, got a limited the, hour. I yes, guess. Yeah. in the break. All right. No and, worries, uh, no worries. And, and we'll come back and I'll get you to, to guess who the, the VIPs <laughs> were. Can we get a hint as to who they might be? Uh, you'll have to show a fair amount of... Trust in me. And we've got uh, Mike Brady in the studio. <laughs> Thank you very much for that, Mike. That was one day in September. The no classic worries, AFL anthem. <laughs> now, on AFL, mm. I've been listening to uh, SCN a little bit to get myself into the know of, of what's going on yeah. uh, with the teams, all that kind of stuff. And someone called up the other day, a, a female. and Shit. she Oh, watch out. That's right, that's right. And she said, she said, I know who's going to win the grand final because I experience omens, right? Mm. Now, she said that she knew that Collingwood was going to beat Geelong because when she was leaving her car, uh, going to her car that day before the game... She saw two magpies staring at her, Ooh. which gave her the omen that Collingwood would beat Geelong. Isn't now, that it, 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 it doesn't matter that she was dressed in aluminium foil. <laughs> the, the magpies were staring at her, and she believed that Collingwood was going to beat Geelong from that. Who is this lady? How did you meet her? I, I didn't meet her. She called up SEN. Oh, she called up SEN. Sorry, yeah. so sorry. Okay, yeah. If, if, okay, I, I like that, because I like the idea of omens. I find it very mysterious and yep. exciting. But I would have found it more convincing if the two magpies had just been murdering a little cat. Yeah, yeah. absolutely more convincing. <laughs> yeah. And that's why that is a crazy El gato de morto. Yeah, well, that's right as uh, well. Um, of course. No, but that's so true. Like, yeah, you expect like a magpie to land on a cat mm, and, exactly. then sort of, and then to sort of, you know, kick goals on it. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you believe in omens? I, I believe in omams. And I think, they're, um, I think the Islamic faith is quite... Mm. Is quite Pro omams. I believe um, in hamams, and you get yourself quite clean and shiny when you go to one. I uh, I definitely believe in those. I go to Turkey for a great one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I believe in omens. I do. I do. Do you? Are you serious? You do. Yeah. Can you give us an example? Uh, Putting on the spot here. Yeah, I know. Um, I I kind of think that it's got more to do with like the the intuition that you get from it. Not necessarily Mm. that something. If you see like a crow. Or, you know, a raven, mm. we're in Melbourne, um, sitting up there, we have to be biologically correct, um, <laughs> sitting above you on a tree. Yeah. You know, people say that if you see a, a raven sitting above you, it's like mm. a bad omen or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think if you see it and it looks harmless, then it means nothing. But if you okay. walk past it and it's, as you and say, staring. You fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I guess then, I, uh, uh, it says, get rocked! <laughs> then, uh,. <laughs> Like with the whole, it's, it's, I think it's a, the feeling you get. It's like walk, a dream. Walking under a ladder, mm. like that's meant to, you know, um, produce seven years of bad luck. 
find me a ladder, I'll walk under it. Yeah? I couldn't give you a just, shit. You just defy the laws of nature. Yeah, it's because it's very unlikely that that will give you seven <clears throat> years of bad luck. Maybe that's yeah. why you're so ugly down. Well, I, <laughs> Maybe that's I why you also <clears throat> have no limbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't consider that bad luck. You know, someone consider that actually quite fortunate. Well, it certainly explains the penguin attack the other week. So. <laughs> now, Dan, you... And that's the next segment, actually. <laughs> you, <laughs> the you penguin were, attack. You brought up religion then. No, I didn't. You did. I didn't, Christian, the... and I won't let this you make it. This is my attempted segue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let me complete it, because I was going on to James. Yeah. You wanted to talk a little bit about religion. Did and I? mass murder. <laughs> did I? Your, your two favourite subjects. <laughs> yeah. In the Bible. Well, I, I, I kind of feel that I... Uh, I know I'm keeping all those um, six listeners uh, hanging <laughs> on this, but it do, this does actually tie in with religion. Go on. Um, should I come back to, to who I was sitting with? Oh, I wanna, yeah. Oh, of course. It was I, I so want, important, Dion and I both forgot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. No, I want, but the, the name, I'm going to give you a hint, yeah. okay? The the name of one of the people, I said, you know, it's uh, putting your trust in someone. Oh. Okay? okay, it's got the name of the person. Warren Trust. Yeah. Was it really? No. The name of the person <laughs> has something to do with, with putting your trust in someone uh. that has religious undertones. Anyway, in the meantime, oh, while you're thinking Pope about Benedict? that, while you're thinking... <laughs> No, no, yeah. I think I know thinking, who it is. Yeah. Is, is he a famous priest? No. While you're thinking about that, Dion, you have no idea. I, no, I thought it was Father Bob. The, oh, I was no. going to say Father Bob as well. Just because okay. you did. Bullshit. Okay. Uh, so you've got a, you've got a uh, segment so you've for got us. you got a segment for us? You actually want, you, you you want me to go ahead with this segment? <laughs> we do, yes. Okay. I feel we need some, some like intro music for this segment. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just like play anything at random on uh, <laughs> on, on my iTunes library. Risky. I'm going to hit play and <laughs> whatever yes. I don't I don't know what's going to come up so but whatever stupid. comes up oh, is uh is the theme song for this this new segment. So Hell. here we go. Oh, it's not quite what I was hoping for. But that's uh, right. It's the pro- silent song. Yeah, we should probably turn up the uh the the volume on the old panel. But here is the <laughs> is the segment music. He's fine. Just leave it alone. <laughs> He'll be right. Is that even working? Yeah, it's up. Oh, well, never mind. Don't oh, worry about good. the music. Let's get on to <laughs> actually, the... Uh, it actually it well, says let, a lot. Let's just do our normal intro where we do our harmonies. Yeah, should we do that? So the uh, the segment is... Saints Serial Killer. Okay, I think no one knew the name of the segment. The segment is called Saint or Serial Killer. Right. So what I'm going to do is, Dion and Christian, I'm going to read out the name of a human being. Who has lived or is currently living, and you need to tell me whether the person is a saint or a serial killer. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and if you know, uh, you can message into one of our three phones. That's Dion, James, or Christian. Yeah, we're not going to give you the number. You'll have to guess. Absolutely, because the people listening will know our numbers. Yeah, that's true. Actually, so go on, James. Tell us the segment. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, first on the list. Fernando Martin de Bulojos. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Saint, purely because he sounds like he would have worked um, with with poor people, helping C- helping them. Can they be both? Spanish Highlands. <laughs> I wonder if some of them are both. <laughs> I wonder if that there is a Saint been... that, has mass mur- that has committed mass murder. They're mm. all violent. Well, that Surely. would be Lucifer. Let's say, let's say serial killer. Okay. Okay. For mine. For yours. Dion. The answer is... Christian, you're correct. That's it. Thank you ding, very ding. much. Ding, ding. I do know... Otherwise known saints. as Anthony of Padua, who's known to have mm. become the quickest saint in the history of the Catholic Church. Or Paduan. 
He was a big fan of Star Wars. Yeah, or Papa Dam. And this is big this fan is, of Indian food. This is the uh, Saint Anthony that you you pray to for when you lose. Oh, something. when you lose something, is that yeah. Saint Anthony? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Really? Does he? Does he? Does he have good affiliations with Lost and Found? Yeah, I, sort of I once prayed to Saint Anthony to Saint of Metal Detectors. <laughs> <laughs> I once prayed to Saint Anthony to find a chess piece. When I was um, five, because it was really important that I fa- found this chess piece, because it, it was a magnetic set, and mm. at, and it was really small pieces at the time, there was nothing else to replace it, and he never got back to me. Could have just, got, could've just got a prawn. That's rubbish. <laughs> um, next one. <laughs> oh, and now comes on the Saints of Zero Killers music. Isn't that great? So okay, second, ladies and gentlemen, is this person a saint or a serial killer? Saint! Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, did you hear that echo? Cuthbert Main. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Dion, thoughts? Serial killer. I don't think you'd have a saint with that name. If you want a clue, I can give you a clue as well. But uh, yeah. Cuthbert Main, mm. I'm going to say as well, anyone called Cuthbert <laughs> has got to want to kill everyone. Yeah. I agree. James. <laughs> Both absolutely, totally wrong. Wow. Oh, no. Cuthbert Main. Cuthbert Main. This fellow was hung, drawn, and courted in 1577 oh. for not acknowledging the Queen as the head of the Church of England, nor the arms or the legs, apparently. Thank what? you. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Uh, and now we've got the third and final... Uh... Really? <laughs> I've got like 60 yeah, here. I, I bet you do, James. What's okay. Third? What this one's got? for you. Uh, okay. Enrica Marti from Spain. Is he? Because that accent would have told me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Spanish are delightful people. I can't imagine them being um, being serial killers. But with this one, I can. Uh, Dion. Um, I'm going to go with Dion. I'm going to say serial killer as well. Self-proclaimed witch. Mm, you know, so all people, of, Sorry, is, of, this, is this saint or serial killer? Or is, or is it just saint, James? What is the name of this program? <laughs> Who murdered and cannibalized Amazing. six children in Barcelona. Thank executed you very in much. 1912. Thank you very much. I did want to get on to uh, the next segment, which is Japanese saint or serial killer. <laughs> okay. Miyuki, Miyuki Ishikawa. Okay. Oh. Japanese saint or Japanese serial or killer. Or Japanese Pokemon character. <laughs> uh, saint. Saint. Very close. However, just fell short because she murdered an estimated 103, but could have been up to 169 infants oh, well, there's a in big, the 1940s. Oh, infants, that's right. They're, 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 they're not there's a big difference mind. between, I mean, 103, she could be a saint. Yeah, yeah. And, and infants are smaller as well, so yeah. like they'll, they'll like only about it's like 30. three people, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, Came close, but you tried, which is the main thing. The and next thing, the next thing I want, would like mm. to address, and this is uh, <laughs> what that was the outro. <laughs> and this is, and don't do that. That sounds terrible when you. Oh, did I? I took the. I should have done this. You wanted to talk about down. Oh, that, oh, that's that, that was the first that was time mouth. you've ever done that. Anyway, the next thing I want to talk about, um, and these people I find really, really annoying. Now, um, about four years ago, I was out of work and I needed to get a job. So I decided <laughs> that... No, no, that's, uh, not, that, that's not funny. Dion. That is not funny. Uh, so I decided to... Um, I decided to... I wanted to do something good, so I decided to apply to work for this company um, that tries to sign up donors to sponsor children overseas. So one of these companies you, were operated. Oh op, one of these companies operated in um, in Flinders Street, 
And basically what you need to do is you need to approach people coming off the trains and you need to go, hi, good morning, how are you? Look, um, I've got a kid here. He's quite hungry. Would you like to... And so I you got had, employed... You had the kid there? I got, oh, yeah, 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 this is him. <laughs> I had him, by, had him by the scruff of the neck. <laughs> um, and, um, and so I was employed... Uh, and so I went on my first day. I went down Flinders Street and... Um, I ended up quitting at 4 p.m. on that day and for a number of reasons, but I realized that I'd become one of those incredibly annoying people on the street that have clipboards that try and sign you up, so Greenpeace or anything like that. those people. Does anybody... Does that work? Is that a good method of trying to sign up donors? Do, is it is it is it good? Like is is it good allocation of it, well, resources? Well, obviously, it sounds like you were ready to kill yourself after doing mm. it. Oh, and that was me doing it and seeing them. And mm. the most annoying thing was the body language that my fellow employees used. And they'd yeah. sort of people would approach them. They'd stand in the one spot and they'd have a clipboard in their hand and they'd sort of they'd bend their knees. It was really strange. Oh, they'd kind of go so you know, patronising. Yeah, patronising. They go, hi, how are you? Oh, yeah, okay, goodbye. It's, you know, thank you. You have a good oh, day. You have a really good day. harassment of your free time. You don't want something coming up to you. and y- You know what it is? It's 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 virtual spam. <laughs> no, it's real life real, spam. Real spam. This is spam. And you should be able to opt out. I should be able to, should be able to bash the shit well, out yeah. of them. I thought. Oh, I, well, I thought the um the the best thing about those people is the ways of getting out of talking to those people. Right. Exactly. Mm. So one mm. thing I did the other day was um one thing I observed was there were they, they had Greenpeace <laughs> positioned as they do on both sides mm. of the road. So what I had to do was walk down was the middle <laughs> was the walk down the middle of the street. Um. So I had oh, to actually good. walk down the middle of the street, but there was a line of about a hundred people walking down the middle of the street. So it was uh it was actually quite. Ridiculous because it stopped traffic. Of and course, you were sitting on a plate of vegetables, and it is hard when you're being accosted by a bunch of green peas. Right. Yeah. So that was that was difficult. Um, but yeah, there's there's different techniques you can use. So you can you can cross to the other side of the road. You can say, "Look, I'm in a hurry. You know, just just just." I, I, I tried I tried one out the other day, mm. and it, and it actually worked. Someone came up to me, um, and and it, well, we've got Monash elections happening at the moment. Yeah, and and they they they're really harassing. Oh, me. they come up rubbish, yeah. aren't they? It's they're amazing. really annoying. Um, and and she came up to me, and I was sick of doing the old "I'm not interested, sorry." So I said, "Um, sorry, I've got a sandwich." Oh, oh that, and, do you remember that? That's amazing. And I, oh. and I just walked on, sorry, and, I've and got she a sandwich. Come, sorry, I've got a sandwich in my hand, and she stopped, <laughs> and she went, "Oh, that's," and she thought, "What?" And I, by that time, I'd walked away. That's so good because she's sort of been told obviously at her training sessions and stuff how to deal with someone who seems too busy to uh to have the time to talk with you and and do your little filling out of mm. the how to vote card or, or whatever what do you mean? it is and she had no session. idea that she she had hasn't a- been trained for the person who has the sandwich in the hand and good on you for doing that because i always pull out the phone yeah i'll put the phone to my head and I, I, uh, I usually leave it to when I'm in about within yeah. about five meters of the person because right. usually I have nothing to say because I'm not even on the phone. Right. Always Ill- call voicemail. Always call voicemail. Illegitimate, oh, yeah. illegitimate use of use of the phone <clears throat> will be discussed after this next song. Absolutely. This is another classic AFL tune. Up there, Kazali. Now we were just about to talk about uh, <laughs> illegitimate use of phones. I hate that song. Sorry. Do you? Yeah. I think that really rates up there with does classic up, yeah. AFL themes. We will go probably if we have time through. Well, well, well you're very lucky, listeners, today because today we're going to uncover the best AFL club song. And you probably have your views. You mm. know, your yellow and black. But this views. is official, isn't it? Yeah, this is actually official. This is um, this is um, yeah. as awarded by the Rolling the, Stone, I think, wasn't it? 
Didn't they do an issue on this? <laughs> yeah, top 100 AFL songs, and yeah. it didn't work because yeah. there aren't 100. And we've got Dimitri outside reading off the votes as quick as he can. Yeah, that's not Dimitri, that's Dimitri. We don't actually know <laughs> who he is, it's just some guy named Dimitri. Now, after um, before the break, we wanted to talk about, uh, or I wanted to talk about illegitimate use of phones. Mm. Um, I was, oh no, actually, I think it was my brother that was at a, a train station once and saw a guy on his phone talking, talking away, and then suddenly the phone actually rang. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> now... A lot of people, apparently you guys, use phones in awkward situations. Mm. So in terms yep. of whether it's having your phone to the ear, having your phone, you know, writing a text message or something. What's your well, policy on that? Well, I use phones to get out of situations and, and to get myself into situations. So I'll use an example. Mm. I was with a friend. We went to the um, Melbourne International Film Festival. We went to see a film. And we rocked up. And this is one of the first... We didn't realize the film would be this popular. The line stretch out for a good 200, 300 meters. And we were like, Jesus Christ, we're not getting into this film. We're not going to get a good seat. Mm. So we decided to play the old mobile phone trick. We both went on our mobiles, walked straight up the staircase, kept talking, not even looking at anyone, walked straight past the people in the line, walked straight past the ticket people, Uh straight into the cinema. That's different. And because you're on the phone, no one harasses you. And you have to... And if you're really just into the phone, just, yeah, mate, that's all right, I'll deal with it tomorrow, and just people will let you go, because they don't want to interfere. I thought I thought that oh, phone use, like illegitimate phone use, as I like to call it, mm. I thought that was, on the, that was on the decline, but it seems to be on the up. You'll be talking to someone, and it's quite okay for them to... To answer their phone and go, hey, what's up? And there's no even a, there's no apology. There's See, no... I hate that. That's just rude. Okay. Um, so that's, I like yeah. the person to, at least, if, if you're sitting and having a coffee with someone, yeah, I find it distracting to to have the phone even on the table. Yeah, I totally. do it. Yeah, I know I do it. But but these days I'm becoming more more conscious of uh, telling the person, oh, you know, I'm waiting for a phone call or something. Yeah, mm. yeah, but. It depends on your familiar familiarity with yeah. the person. Yeah. Mm. So, but I, you always have to put up the finger and go, not the middle finger, the index, <laughs> and go, oh, sorry, do you mind well, if I take this call? Well, I'll tell you what's awkward is when you're on the phone, I don't understand why people always have to cover the bottom of the phone and say, sorry, I'm on the phone. <laughs> and, and they cover the bottom. Is the other person on the other end of the line going to be offended that you're yeah. telling someone I'm on the phone? So you have to cover it so they don't hear, oh, sorry, I'm on the phone. No, no, I think it's probably because they're talking on the other end and you're kind of going, I don't want to interrupt that person. And also, you don't need to say, sorry, I'm on the phone. Exactly. It's pretty bloody clear yeah. <laughs> unless you've got a thing shaped like a car at your head and no one, you know, and someone would think, well, well I've got a car to your head. Oh, it's actually my phone, yeah. My mm. mother actually, um, like talks, when she phones. talks on her mobile phone, she puts the mobile phone, as you do, normally against her head and, and cups the bottom, the mouthpiece oh. of the phone with her hand. So her hand is over her mouth. Do you reckon that assists? Does that assist? She well, uh, she th- seems to think that it does. We all reckon that she's being really secretive, and uh, and I kind of think she she does some uh, she does some government work. <laughs> and uh, wouldn't that be an amazing thing to find out that one of your parents does. is one of your parents is um, an alien? Yeah, uses a mobile <laughs> telephone. No, one of your parents is is uh, is in the secret service. Mm, it wouldn't surprise oh. me. Really? Yeah. It would for my parents. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wouldn't that just be an unbelievable thing to find out, though? Mm. Just that your that your that your dad he hasn't been going to work every day. Oh, at, that's amazing. You know, at the local, you know, pet groomer, <laughs> he's been um he's been working for the secret service. Anyway, yeah. Um, look, I just um, I I look I I 
there's so much mobile phone etiquette these days that so many people, and it's only been around this technology for like, what, 15 years, really, that's gone mainstream? Yeah. Everyone's second guessing it. No one knows what the etiquette is. Mm. It took a little while, apparently, when, uh, when the first telephone was invented mm-hmm. by, who was it? Graham Bell. Yep. Um, for people to come up with the sort of etiquette for how to answer the phone, mm. that's where the yeah. word hello originated from. Really? Normally it was just screaming. It was just <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> I think they were trying to get, what do you want? <laughs> so hello, that's, hello is actually the word originated from. Yeah, hello used to actually be a, uh, a sort of, term that you'd use when you're excited you go hello oh really right oh. so when people say hello now i always find that really funny but actually <laughs> that was the correct way to use it for like centuries oh, and then they yeah. wanted to have a, a sort of you know it's just vocal really when you're on the phone <laughs> so they mm. want to have just a if there's no face-to-face interaction mm. a word that would be kind of welcoming and stuff <laughs> and so hello Instead of good morning or good evening or whatever, yeah. was apparently the uh, the wow. most user friendly. Does the word "gay" have the same origins <laughs> in terms of something having someone having a gay time, a happy time, mm. and also describing a homosexual? Uh, I don't think that's telephone related, is it? Possibly. I've actually got nowhere to go with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. apparently, um, apparently James has Graham, <laughs> Graham Bell said Alexander Graham Bell. Alexander Graham Bell. Sorry. He's on surname so, terms, isn't so, it? Yeah, old, old Graby. Uh, he said, "I think have I just been on Wikipedia recently, or maybe I read something really amazing." I've been but on he Wikipedia said uh, that he wouldn't be surprised if the that the telephone would be so successful that at some stage every major city in America would have one. <laughs> wow! And he was wrong, wasn't he? He certainly was. He was wrong. Um, my dad is the teller. Uh, what is, is really? Yeah, the teleprompter. My dad is uh, is is really strange with his mobile phone as well. You can't get a. Uh, <laughs> he's got he's got all these like character quirks. Well, you right? were telling me. Yeah, he's, you were telling he, me. He, he sits down. You can tell that he's on his phone because even if you're a long way away, because he always sits in the same position. Wow, so he's right? got a phone stance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, if he's sitting on his phone, he will crouch down. I know this is kind of a visual gag, but he'll slump in his chair so that his. If you're sitting in a in a seat and your your bum is usually at the back of the seat, so you have a straight posture, mm. he puts his ass at the front of the seat, slouches right down, kind of gets into the fetal position. So James got his legs over his head at the moment. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's sucking his own. And uh, <laughs> that's the prince position, I think. And uh, he, uh, he he puts both of his hands to his ears. <laughs> Including the one that has the phone in it. Oh yeah, this is this is very it's similar kind of, to my dad. And you can always tell. He also, if he's standing, he'll be doing the same thing. But he's just sort of crouching over, covering his ears. It's like he's got all, shell shock. All you need is a guy standing next to him with his mouth covered and one with his eyes covered. And you've yeah, got the three. <laughs> Crouching tiger, but hidden telephone. Dad has some amazing, <laughs> amazing character quirks. So one of them is that uh, the 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 strange stance when he's on his phone, and he says that that's due to the fact that he can't hear. Um, who's on the other end unless he blocks his other ear and holds mm. the phone really hard against his head. Mm. thing is, he always has his phone on speaker as well. <laughs> so he's got the speaker. He's ter- he's, he became a grandfather like a year and a half ago. About to turn 60. Thank you. About to turn 60 as well. So uh, the, there we go. The old codger. Um, but he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's fast developing into old man Patterson. 
What he does these days, though, is Old Man Patterson's he, a great name as well. People call me Sounds that. like there should be a rhyme for it. Yeah, Old Children's Man Patterson is just talking about it. So what's his, what's, what his, uh, what's his whistling pattern? Well, you said, yeah, yeah, you yeah said his whistling pattern. So he's... Uh, <laughs> he, I, I've never actually really said this to anyone. So this is kind of an exclusive here. And Dad, if you're listening... Actually, I really want him to hear this, but I don't want him to change his behavior because it's it's astounding. <laughs> he whistles the same song over and over again. I'm talking day in, day out. This right? be pretty annoying. And he's a good whistler. I, I like to think that I have good whistling skills. Yep. Can he whistle you, in and out? Oh, mm, yeah. Mm. So can I. If you give me a song, I'll whistle it to you. Don't, don't give him do it. it definitely now. don't give him a song. Do don't give him a song. Okay. <laughs> so what Dad does is he... Uh, he he whistles the same song that, that wow you can even so whistle as you that. talk yeah <laughs> let, let him let him finish his bloody story <laughs> so oh god now if this was some sort of uh you know really beautiful poetic song that that he whistled that'd be all right and it'd show that he was you know kind of d- developing into into an old intellectual but do you know what the song is that he whistles every single day Should and we does, guess? doesn't realize. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> has he ever... Has that, has that dream ever come true? Are you serious? How does that go? Can you whistle it? Oh, yeah, I'll whistle. I, I could even tell you the lyrics. But the lyrics go, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> Only a hippopotamus will do. No puppy dogs or rhinoceroses. I only like hippopotamuses. And hippopotamuses like me too. Oh, that's a great so, song. Can you whistle that, it for us? Yeah, so it's... Oh. Yeah, get a bit of yeah. vibrato that, going on. The vibrato is hell. People hate... <laughs> That's really odd. Right? Incredible. Oh, so, it's like the song that never ends. <laughs> it is! Yeah. With it your is. dad, it is. Like, and every like day. This, like this radio program. Every day. <laughs> but what it's developed into, and I have my real concerns now about dad's sanity, because it's... it's Developed into a medley that I've heard him do in the last three months. <laughs> I've heard him include that in a medley of three songs that he repeats over and over again. So whistling. Are you going to whistle? I've heard him do this songs? on about half a dozen occasions within three occasions within three months. Okay, he goes from Beethoven's Fifth Symphony mm-hmm. to I want a hippopotamus for Christmas mm-hmm. to. 76 trombones from the music man. So it starts off as something like this. <laughs> That's how the original DJ started. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Does this over no and over again? For it. No justification. But he's signed a record label now, and, it's, and, there's, a, and there's a Christmas album going to be released, you know, at the end of the year. Oh. So it has it has had its benefits. Now, that, that's an exclusive. That's a Patterson first. Uh, I have sent text messages to people uh, wondering what to do. People who are, who are just as in the know about, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Um, Dad, if you're out there, keep doing it, because I, really, I find it really fascinating. Just before we go to the next song, um, oh, yeah. I just want to say, my dad... Every time, and so he doesn't do it often, but every time he burps, and this has been <laughs> since day one, mm. he goes like this. Just, oh, I'm going to say burp. Burp. <laughs> <laughs> After he burps. And there's no reason. 
since since he's started, okay. I'm I'm choosing Ridiculous. to I'm going to choose to opt out of this segment that because so if we were good. talking about what my dad does, we would be here for a week. <laughs> On that note, let's not let Dion's dad be misunderstood. Another yeah, uh, grand final theme song <laughs> featuring Mr. Pizzasali on the drums. Baby, do you, understand? you might have heard a um, a loud sound. That was the animals. Don't let me be un- be misunderstood. That was James Patterson burping into the microphone, not realizing that the microphone is on. Ooh. What do we got here? Everyone knows what that sound means. Music. It's our favourite time of the week. It's musings time. For this segment, all we're going to do is just put an observation out into the world. We don't want anyone to text back. We don't want anyone to reply. The musing is out there. Musings. When cheese gets its picture taken, what does it say? Musings. The new Magnum sandwich. It's just a maxibon, but a shitload more expensive. Musings. If you kill someone out in the forest, do you still need a silencer? Musings. There's a reason why, phonetically, academia is just one letter short of the name of a nut. Musings. The question to ask is, could Mother Nature be a MILF? Musings. What do you get when you cross a baby echidna and the colour purple? Magic. Musings. Is Mother Nature's polar opposite, and therefore her cousin, Mother Nurture? Rubbish. (laughs) Good way to end it. Fantastic way to end it. Not a fantastic way to end the show. That'd be um, that'd be odd. (laughs) Now, the one thing uh, one thing I've noticed is uh, there are a lot of people in the world that have singular Singular names. (laughs) Oh wait, sorry. I thought this was singular snails. Yeah, it is. Ah, oh. but there's a lot of people, a lot of people uh, in the world that have um, singular names and that go by singular names. And we wanted to explore that and find out, in fact, what you need to be able to just call yourself a single well, name. Well, do you want to give us some examples of these single named things? Well, yeah. I mean, I can I can give you an example if you want. If you thanks, if you would have told me in advance, maybe I would have. But we've got people like Usher and people like Ronaldo and Ronaldinho, and most of them mm. are Brazilian soccer superstars. <laughs> but then we've got Pink and Shaft and Sting and Bono and Hedge and Edge and 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 Hedge. Um, so we've got all these people now. I've had Ruth a look. Cracknell. I've had a look on the. Uh, I've had a look on that's that's one. Um, I've had a look. It's actually not funny because that is one. Uh, there's no space in between that person's second name. Uh, I've had a look on the internet, and apparently these people are known as mononymous um, persons, and it's basically an individual an individual who is known by a mono mononym. 
or a single name. Mm. In some cases, that name has been selected by the individual, who may have originally been given a polonym, i.e. a multiple name. Mm. In other cases, it has been determined by the custom of the country. Anyway, this is something that originated in... Earliest record was 17th century. Mm. I would have said like ancient Greece. I can just imagine it, Nero. Yeah, Nero. Yep, Nero burning Rom. Right. Was, the, was the name of that? Was the name of that particular god? Oh, um, what about what about Jesus? But I want to know <laughs> Jesus. That's a fair wasn't one. It, wasn't it David Jesus? <laughs> Although actually, it Jesus did originate Christ. from when uh, when his mother was giving birth. And she's just going, oh, Jesus! <laughs> That's it, and we'll name him that because oh, it's you want Jesus on the on the birth certificate? Got it, done, done. That's erasable. Got it, irreasonable. Mm. Got it. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking about like what what status do you need to achieve in order to call yourself by a single name, mm. Christian? Do you have any particular beliefs on this? Well, thing is though, I've got a religion named after me. Mm. 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 No, no. I mean, I, th- I think that it's just a. <laughs> I think it's just a matter of. Uh, I think it's social. You have to have some form to legitimately be a one namer. Mm. You have to have done something that's socially aware. Yeah, have a social conscious like Bono. I think Bono's well deserved his one name. Mm. Why? Just because of his dark Bono. glasses, his sort of purple tinted. Well, See, I don't think purple tinted glasses is enough to be able to call yourself by one name. I, I, th- I think Jewel is someone who doesn't deserve one name. Jewel Very because of her because of her teeth. <laughs> Jewel is a Jewel is a what is she an American singer? She's, a, she's an American singer songwriter. Yeah, she's got such songs as Jewel sings Christmas carols. <laughs> Unbelievable! No, she, I know. I know. She did. Uh, um, uh, uh, keys uh, to the bad, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, enough. remember she she started off doing like nice acoustic things, mm. and then mm. she went all poppy. But apparently, the pop. Remember, she brought out one album that was really super duper pop. She was mm. like folky before, and she brought out this. Really, um, tongue-in-cheek pop album. Oh, really? There was a, a like a, a a piss take of the trappings of fame and fortune, mm, and she okay. had so it was uh, mock pop. She had that song. It was mop. Yeah, she had that song called Intuition. Remember that? Follow your heart, your intuition. Yeah, that's a great song. I liked well, it. Okay. Like that. If you ever saw the, uh, if you ever saw the film clip for um, that, it was actually she was um really taking the mickey out of like glamour and oh. all that kind of thing. Okay. But actually just smiling a record, lot so the record label or whoever was advertising it didn't quite get, get that. It. Oh. And so they advertised it as if it was actually oh, like wow. an actual pop song. And so I think she kind of suffered a bit of a uh, a credibility crisis, a bit of an Jesus. image problem as a result of almost being too witty for <laughs> her own record label. Well, a fellow single namer does that similar thing, Pink Pink likes to take the Mickey mm. out of um. Does she? True. Out of, a- out of singing as a profession. <laughs> but I guess actually, in in Pink's case, it's uh, she's able to get away with it. Jewel, though, on the other hand, mm. wasn't uh wasn't clear enough with the pronunciation of uh of her name that indicated that she might have two different agendas. Jewel agendas, agendas, if you will. That's oh, actually right. thank you. Oh, uh, no. That'll be a segment next week. But one person. <laughs> oh, there's also Mao. Although apparently his first name is actually Chairman. Mm. <laughs> I thought um, he was a hairdresser. I thought it was Hairman. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but the earliest the earliest record of a mononymous person would be uh, well, one of the earliest would be Voltaire. 
Ah. Isn't that interesting that you get, you know, you get Ronaldo, who's obviously just a, a guy who kicks around a ball, and you've got Voltaire, which is one of the great, you know, solo artists, isn't he? <laughs> Voltaire, wasn't he a, he was a producer as well? He's a card he? game, isn't he? Yeah, I think he was. I think he was. I've heard a lot of Voltaire remixes. He's really good at what he does. Well done. Thank well you done, very Voltaire. much. Anyway, now let's get back to the grand final theme mm. because mm. we really want to get to the main point of today's show. We're going to get you in the spirit for St Kilda versus Collingwood this Saturday. The grand final, we've all been waiting for it. 22 rounds done. Mm. And it's come down to these two teams, unfortunately. Mm. And it'll come down to one team in the end, and that'll be St Kilda. It'll be the Collingwood, Collingwood fans versus everyone else in Australia yeah. this Saturday. Yeah. What we want to do is we want to find the best AFL club song. Mm. Mm. We want to find which one gets the hair raising when you hear it playing at the ground. Yeah. Any any in mind, particularly boys? Uh, leg hairs, um, <laughs> neck hairs. The most, yeah, they're the ones that that really they do stand. Quite is, me. is that what you're asking? It is. Um, well, there's obviously there's the there's the, there's the favourites. I mean, there's there's Richmond. Everyone goes, oh, Richmond. Everyone defaults to Richmond. Mm. Well, we're Richmond gonna we're being... gonna challenge that. It's very catchy. It's very catchy. So, what are some other what are some other contenders? Well, see, I'm an Essendon fan, and I'm very biased. But the the unfortunate thing is that I. My my cousins, right? I, I grew up very very close to this uh, particular set of cousins, and they're all blues supporters. And of course, there it goes. Yeah, it's a bit beautiful. It's great. It's, a bit it's great. Nah, it's good, isn't it? So, but whenever we'd go to the football and Carlton would beat Essendon, I'd be so upset, and my cousins would be like stirring the absolute hell out of me. But I secretly enjoyed the, the Carlton, Carlton theme song. Absolutely, mm. as do I actually. Oh, it's just it's so... It could be... It's so be the best. Lanky, isn't it? It could be the best. Hello, Mo. But then again, you do have oh, the Hawaiian theme song classic. that will ring true on Saturday afternoon. Now, what I find about this... I find this probably the biggest cop-out of songs in the entire yeah, You know what? I, You know what? I hate you. <laughs> the, I, I absolutely hate explain you. Explain why, James. Explain why. Oh, okay. On this in the football club, I'm going to take a song called Keep Your Sunny Side Up. And I'm going to change it to "See the Bombers Fly Up." I'm gonna awesome. I'm gonna take a classic song and change the lyrics. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Uh, oh, hello. I'm Saint Kilda, whoever that is. I'm going to uh to, he's to actually just a serial, take a, he's a serial killer. Take a song. <laughs> take a song and not change anything about it. Rubbish. What are the origins of Oh, and the Saints go marching in? Don't you dare stop that. <laughs> You dare stop I was, that. Well, I was actually going to play my, my favourite. Go. Which is, a lot of people don't enjoy it, but... This is the worst song. I actually love it. It's and, awful. And the thing is that I'm glad to hear that chants are coming into football. As much as I had to hear. Song. Oh, so strange, isn't it? Oh, so dark. Do you know, I've actually never heard the introduction to that yeah, song, that was really. The introduction's just Some, like a drum, just like that's a snare drum. amazing If you ever go to a Fremantle match at, at home, mm. it's just echoes. Frio. Uh, I've never seen Frio win. For so. hours after the game, it echoes. Yeah. It's just, it's hell. I've like only heard that, that really rubbish part uh, echoing over wherever it is, Subiaco or whatever. Are there, are there uh, within football, within AFL football, are there... 
ethnic. I suppose you don't have that that incorporation of ethnicity into AFL football as much as you do with with soccer. But what I've noticed, oh! you, know, you don't think you do? Yeah, well, that's a yeah. good point as well. Um, his, um, historically, historically, what are you trying to say, yes. Um, <laughs> what are you saying about me playing football? <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you've got Collingwood Football Club. Yeah. Mix. Mix. Full of mix. Mixed breed. Mm. No, mix. Mex. <laughs> Mexican. They're all Mexicans. Mix. Yeah. So a lot of people Catholics. call Michael. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Collingwood Football Club, big Catholic club back in the day. Yeah. Mm. The Essendon Football Club were Masons. Mm. Catholics really? weren't allowed to play for Essendon. I suppose Melbourne's got a lot of Jewish. Day. A lot of Jewish people in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carlton, mm. Italians. Yeah. No, that's true. So what I said before isn't strictly totally true. Totally wrong. But what I've noticed... Get off. Get out. I was trying to... What I'm saying is that... Geelong, old people. Do sponsors... <laughs> do, do sponsors... St. Kilda? Prostitutes. Do, 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 well, that's just offensive, isn't it? Isn't it? It's offensive. Uh. Do sponsors tend to influence the ethnic direction of a team? Ooh. Well, that's... Secret one. No, no we're not going to get That's that. quite apparent in things outside of football, isn't it, Dion? That's right, yes. And apparently, I'm just going to run through a list of uh, woggy brands that um, that exist in the world. No, no, no. I'm Am just going to say, say I'll, I'll, I'll legitimize the use of woggy right. on this uh, program. Yeah, so that's fine. So that's been legitimized. Yeah. Uh, so that's fine. We can say whatever we want now. He was originally going to call it froggy brands. Thank you. Yeah, and that <laughs> was... that was to offend anyone. That was, yeah, that was... Yeah, and I was going to come in and go, uh, hello, uh, my favorite brands. <laughs> what I'm doing here is I'm doing the little thumb action that Kevin the Frog does. <laughs> So we've got we've got a number of brands here. Let's see whether you know these: Royals, Filler, mm. YD, mm. Tarot Cash, mm. G Star Raw, mm. Ed Hardy, mm. Muller Hats. What the f- yeah, what's Muller? What's Muller Hats? And and Marla. What, just before we get on to Marla, Marla, Marla's Hats. Um, there's uh, there's Lonsdale. Now the brand Lonsdale, you got to be careful with some of these because in the early 2000s, Lonsdale clothing became quite popular amongst uh, European neo Nazis, and allegedly because a, a carefully placed outer jacket leaves only the letters NSDA showing, and that's one letter short of N NSDAP, the acronym for National Socialist Deutsch. Oh wow, that's a Arbor Party. So it's the National mm. so, um, Socialist uh, German uh, <clears throat> Party. And uh, yeah, that's the German name of the Nazi Party. So that's why the Wogs love it. That, yeah, that's. that's <laughs> all Dan's made the assumption that all people with ethnic heritage are Nazis. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. This is interesting because wearing a brand with no Nazi links in order to express Nazi sympathies helped bypass strict laws concerning the public display of Nazi symbolism. Mm. Um, so people wore Lonsdale in order to, to portray the, 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 Nazi, the Nazi sort of thing. God. In the Netherlands, Belgium, Northern France and Germany, the term Lonsdale youth became widely used to describe teenagers with far-right tendencies. No. And the brand was banned from certain schools in the Netherlands. Wow. So I think that's quite interesting that obviously, you know, we're, we're, what I'm saying is we're, we're heading to a Nazi I'm, state. I'm, <laughs> a, I'm, I'm flabbergasted, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Because, I mean, look, I've heard of, uh, and I actually followed this trend recently, of just wearing a T-shirt that just said Mussolini across the front. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, yeah. And people didn't even didn't even flinch. Yeah, I was actually wearing a t-shirt recently. <laughs> this is this is uh, th- I still feel a little bit bad about this. Why would you feel bad about wearing oh, a t-shirt? No, no, yeah, I know, I know. I feel bad that I'm covering myself up. Um, I was wearing a t-shirt that had a picture of uh of Chairman Mao 
um, on the front. And it was, it was a big shot of his face, right? And underneath it said, um, Mao Zedong, poet, mm. revolutionary, uh, philosopher, and to a very close few, a very human figure. Really? So the whole thing's very tongue-in-cheek. Mm, mm. So it's taking the piss out of him. Mm. But it's dominated by this big picture. Oh, I went into a, into, a, uh, into a store wearing said T-shirt, and the store was run by a Chinese fellow who, after I asked for my pack of chewing gum, looked at me with the biggest look of disgust uh. I have ever seen. I have not worn the T-shirt since. Have to be careful. There you go. Have to be careful. Mm, you do. On that depressing note. <laughs> See, I, I, I really wanted to, we wanted to talk about something and I really wanted to talk about this company, this particular company. I don't think we've got time. Do we have time? Do we have time to talk about, to, for, me, to, for me to give these guys a, a bit of a tinkle or what um, do you think? Maybe I think we, not. Well, that, that's, we that's a good Maybe. incentive to listen in next week. What are you going to do, Dan? What's the plan for next week? The plan for next week is to... Um, basically, I was uh, my friend was driving and sent me a photo of this uh, of this company, and it's a mobile company, and it's called Curbside Cleaner Bin, and it's professional washing, sanitizing, and deodorizing of bins. See? Now, this is a professional service. We would like to call them up with a particular question in mind regarding a particular bin, and we'd like to see whether this is actually a necessary company at all. See, I really mm. think if I was them, I'd come up with a wittier name. Absolutely. You know, something like Curb Your Bin Enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. just be much... Brilliant. What I want to know in the last uh, couple of seconds we have left, have you guessed yet who the, uh, the special no. VIP was oh, that I was sitting next to fantastic. at the no. football on Friday night? No. Do you know this song? I really hope that this works because if it doesn't, if is that even is that even coming in? Is that even working? I don't know. Just play it. I'm, I'm gonna have to sing it. Listeners can if and deal with it. Oh my god! Hang on. Ladies and gentlemen, it was Faith Hill. In the box. In the box. She's incredibly hot. She was amazing. Really? What was and, she doing? And her husband, Tim McGraw. Are you I learned afterwards that they've sold 80 million albums between them. They ha- He has three Grammys. And they've got the highest grossing country music tour of all time. Oh, my a, God. And we've got Faith Hill in the... Sorry, Faith. We're actually going to have to yeah. leave you because we're, we're running you. out of time. We'll, thanks gonna, thank you for being I'm, on the show, Faith. I'm going to call my kid Faith. Yeah. Because... Because I'm an idiot. Yeah. Oh, my kid, yeah. Hill. Fuck you, Faith. All right. That's, that's, that's it for the day. The grand final yeah. edition of Morning Radio Program. I'm going to say, go the Saints. It's the first time I think I've ever said that. I'm going to say, life. go the Saints. James, what are you going to say? I, for, uh, for, for reasons of, uh, of abiding the law, yeah. I'm going to say, go Saints, uh, for, for my well-being in right. a certain relationship. Right. However, I really think the woods will get up. Well, that's they probably wrong. Will. They probably will. Look, some people are wrong, some people are right. This has been Morning Radio Program on Radio Monash. Thanks for listening this week. We will see you next week at 9 a.m. Thank you, Dion. Thank you. Thanking you. <laughs> thank thank you. you so much. Thank, thank you, James. You. That's Morning it. Radio Program. Have we got a song, Christian? No, we don't. Yeah, well, you can sing it, can't you, Dion? No, I can't. Not this week. Still on air. Morning radio program. Thanks, guys.